0: 10 ALTs you just don't want to be. Deep voice guy, you're still cool though. Welcome to the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan... James... Hey guys, yes it is James from ALTinsider.com coming at you with episode number 29 of the ALT Insider Podcast. I hope all is well with you. And today, we're going to go through the 10 ALTs you don't want to be. The 10 sort of personality traits or habits you don't want to have if you're an ALT in Japan. Now something to keep in mind here. I have been one of these, multiple of these ten ALT types, multiple times in my ALT career, and you know I still even struggle with them as a foreigner in Japan today. So don't worry too much if some of these sound a lot like you, because these are things you can just try to eliminate or try to lessen. But just know you're going to become some of these. I mean, at least a little bit like these. Some at some points in your ALT career, there's no way out of it. You know, living living away from home has a way of just bringing out certain traits in people. And even if you thought you'd never do some of these things. You never know when you're living in a different country, you know? Some things you might never thought you would do, you might do. And I talked about some of these on a post called ALT Pitfalls at altinsider.com forward slash pitfalls. So if you want a little homework after listening to this, of course, that, that post goes into a little more about the common pitfalls that ALTs fall under. So if you need some homework, please go there. So without further ado, though, let's get into the 10 ALTs you just don't want to beat. And number one is the alcoholic ALT. Now, I'm going to say this multiple times on this list for sure, but this was totally me. Now, I didn't have a lot of friends when I just started out, so in search of those friends, I was always going out, which going out means drinking, of course, and went to karaoke after that for the next party, and then the after party for more drinking. I was drinking, like, all the time, you know? That was my social life. If I was going doing something social, it was drinking, you know? And before too long, it turned into, like, okay, I'm bored on a Sunday, might as well drink. And I never got the point of drinking too much where, like, I got in trouble with work or anything, but... If you've been to ALT meetings and, you know, they talk about things like not to do as an ALT, they, they tell you don't drink too much because, like, many ALTs are fired every year for showing up to work smelling like alcohol. That's just a fact, you know. It's no secret by now. I work, I work for Interact, and basically every quarter at our quarterly meetings, there was another story about some school calling the company and saying you so-and-so smells like booze, you know, so – just don't fall into this pitfall. Drinking sometimes is fine, you know. Get, going to karaoke and get it wasted is, is fun, you know. It's fine sometimes. But don't let that be your only social interaction. Don't let all your social interactions be drinking. You know, if you like sports, find a club you can do in. Continue your hobby that maybe you gave up when you came to Japan. I'm not saying don't drink at all, but just be careful and just check yourself. I know it's easier said than done, way easier said than done. But when you think you might be drinking too much, really ask yourself if you if you are or not. You know, ask yourself honestly, and maybe you can find a way out if you are. Number two is the bitter Gaijin ALT. Now, I never was one, but I got really close a few years ago. Now if you've been in Japan for any length of time, you've already met one of these kind of people. You now Japan sucks because of this. I don't why doesn't Japan do this? And you now I hate the company I work for because of this. You know, just endless streams of negativity and blaming Japan for other problems. Now, if you are blaming Japan for for your serious problems, it's time to, one, work to change them, or two, leave the country. Now, I realize for some long-termers, it's not as easy as that, but for some people, I know it is, but they still stay for, you know, way longer than I've been here, waiting for their experience they wanted to get out of Japan to happen to them. It's not going to happen without your own work, you know? You want to stop being ALT and get a new job, You get your Japanese sparkling, you know? That's something you can do. If you want to have more of a social life, get out more. You know, change something about yourself before you turn bitter towards Japan because you know Japan is not gonna change for you. Now I'll repeat, Japan is not going to change for you. The experience you want out of Japan is waiting for you if you put in the work to make it happen. I outlined how I avoided becoming this kind of ALT at ALTINsider.com forward slash about, but spoiler alert, I concentrated on having as much fun as I can in Japan. To get out of, my, out of the rut I was in, you know, I, my goal was how much fun I can have. You know, that might not work for you, but there's definitely something you can do to get yourself in a better like headspace. You know, complaining about Japan is, to other foreigners is just like it accomplishes nothing, less than nothing. It is the stupidest thing you can do. Of course, there's some, tor- some funny things you wish you had in Japan. And of course, Japan has some bad things about it. But if that's all you do and you talk to other foreigners, you get, you're really doing something wrong. You know. Number three is a complaining alt. Now, I realize this goes hand in hand with number two, but it really deserves its own place because of how common it is. I definitely had flashes of being this ALT in my past for sure, but just like the bitter ALT, if you've if you've been an ALT for any length of time, you've come across this kind of ALT as well. You know, like at meetings, you know, there's always one person that kind of has the most specific question about the most specific problem, and they always ask about it over and over. Like just constantly, they're constantly looking for people to say, yeah, I, I have that problem too. But most of the time, the problem is like so specific. You basically have to like be like conjoined twins with that person to understand the problem. That's a complaining ALT, you know. And listen, I'm all for complaining or calling out your company And asking help for your company when something is wrong or you're not being treated right or something, but but just complaining endlessly, especially at meetings, you know, about problems you haven't even tried to solve yourself just isn't the right thing to go about it, you know. The only thing you're doing when you do that stuff at meetings is, you know, elongating meetings that everyone wants to get out of, you know, like if you have a problem, you need help, talk to your supervisor by yourself and they will usually be happy to help. If they aren't happy to help, you just go above them until you get the help you need. Someone in your company is there to help you, you know? You know, trumpeting about all the most minute problems to your fellow ALTs every time you meet them just is, again, accomplishes nothing. Number four is the Hermit ALT. Now, guilty as charged here again. Now, before I was an alcoholic ALT, I was definitely a hermit ALT. Not because I was scared to go outside or anything, but I wanted my Japanese to be like incredible before I did anything, you know, outside in the world, outside of my work. You know, like that, you see, that stupid thinking is just so stupid. You know, I wanted to practice my Japanese inside my apartment with my computer and my cat before I tried it on real people. I'm sure there's probably other reasons I did this as well. Maybe I was scared, lonely, I don't know. But in my head, I was doing the right thing because I was improving my Japanese, you know. Don't make that same mistake I did. Your time in Japan is limited. Maybe it's one year, maybe it's 10 years, but it's still limited. You came to Japan to enjoy it. So you kind of, you owe it to yourself to do the best to make that fun time happy. You know, don't stay in, you know, fourth floor of your Leo Leo Palace apartment for all of your time in Japan. I don't know why I said fourth floor, but if you are listening on the fourth floor, you have to have a comment now because that's just too awesome. So, but just don't stay in your apartment too long, you know, get out there, experience Japan as much as you can. Number five. Number five is the know-it-all ALT. Now, there are a million ways to do this ALT thing, you know, a million different approaches to how to teach English to people in Japan. And there are always new ways you can learn to do things better, you know. Don't fall into the trap of thinking, well, things I do are the best, so I am not need to try new games or activities, because that's just stupid, you know, and you're eliminating the chance to make your classes even better. I mean, that's just advice for anything, really, but and don't think everything you do is the best because you can't really get better if you think that, well, I do everything the best. What do I care about whatever the other one else does? And it's also like a fast track to get burnt out as well, you know, doing the same thing year after year gets old. And, you know, as a, as a bonus to this, of course, sharing your ideas with other ALTs is awesome and I definitely recommend it, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Sometimes know-it-all ALTs will kind of, instead of offering suggestions, they'll say, I do it this way and it always works, you know, like that kind of don't be a know-it-all. Don't be like that. Offer suggestions like, hey, why don't you try it this way instead of that way that it's so often at meetings like, I do it this way. It always works 100% of the time. You got to do this. If you don't do this, you are dumb. That's just not the right way to go about it. Offer suggestions. Don't be a know-it-all. Number six is the crazy, fake, genki ALT. Now, I want to add one caveat before I get into this one, and that is, if you really are that kind of person, like if you really are being the most effective you can be as an ALT when you're like, hey, kids, how are you? You know, like really crazy. That wasn't a good example because that was kind of normal. But, you know, if you're kind of the extremely Genki person all the time, then you should definitely keep doing that way. I'm more talking about here the people that have to work to be like that, the people that have to make the effort to get to that extreme level of Genki. I mean, being positive, being happy, having fun, that's a huge part of of being an ALT. No question about that. Look at the title of the site to learn that have more fun is my motto. But manufactured excitement, on the other hand, just makes like awkward classes and when your heart's like not in it, you know. I've observed quite a few classes where the ALT I was observing, I can tell within seconds that he's putting on his Genki act. You know, just make your classes fun and natural Genki will happen. If you aren't having fun teaching a class... I mean, of course, outside of when you're a tape recorder or whatever, you should change something until you are having fun. You know, make your classes more fun. Do a game with subjects you're interested in, you know. No fake Yankee. You don't have to be a super Genki ALT to be a great teacher. Just be you, you know. Number seven. Number seven is the Desk Disciple. Now, Desk Disciple is just my insanely clever name for an ALT that always stays at their desk whenever they aren't teaching. I went over why this is a bad idea on the site in an article titled Staying Out of the Teacher's Room, but I'll go over it a little bit here too. Basically, if you're always at your desk, it creates three bad things. And I'll label them ABC because numbers are just going a little crazy on this episode. So A is all of your handlers and everyone at your school will expect you to be at your desk if you're always there. If you're ever not there, they'll like think, oh, something's wrong. Where Where is he? Where is he? If, you, if you're not there, you know? How can you leave at, you know, 3.30, even if you've built up the awesome relationship where the school is totally cool with that, if it sets off a of panic when you're not at your desk? Just it's better to, they don't, hey, he's doing something cool. He's probably spending in with the students. He's probably hanging out with students somewhere else. It's no big deal. He's not at his desk. That's what you want to be. And I said he only, but I mean he or she. B is you can't spend real human face time with students if you're always at your desk. If you want to form real relationships with students that, you know, make your time in Japan more rewarding and make your classes better in the end, you're going to need to get to know them better. And this can't happen when you're sitting at your desk. You know, it can happen a little bit in the, you know, the five minutes before class, five minutes after class, but for it to really happen, it has to happen outside of those places. So, like, I mean, it happens at PE class, at art class, at music class, things you should be joining from time to time, which requires you not to be at your desk all the time. If you're at your desk all the time, you can't be joining that kind of fun stuff if you have the time, of course. And number C, not number C, 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 number C is there is 90% of the time at most of your schools a better, more productive place you can be doing your prep work or your relaxing, your Japanese study, your Facebooking, whatever. The library, in the best of situations, the English room, you know, there's always a much less distracting place. There's not always. I shouldn't say always. Every situation is different, but there's usually a much less distracting place you can do your work. Of course, you know, you have to spend some time at your desk, but it should be far from all your time. So, okay, back to the list of the top 10 ALT, not top 10, the 10 ALTs you don't want to be. And number eight is the easily flustered ALT. Now, this this might be easy or difficult depending on your personality, but just know that things in the ALT game change, and they change often. When there is a change in your schedule, you are sometimes the last person to find out. Games will bomb. Things won't work out. Schools will lose flashcards. You will finish classes 15 minutes early and not know what to do. Just know shit's going to happen, and don't worry about it. The good point is here, the longer you are in ALT the more you'll build up your kind of improv skills. So, you know, just knowing time, it does get easier. But if you are a new new ALT, I know it's tough, but when things go wrong, there is no need to panic. You're going to get through this and you're going to get better every time things don't go to plan and you have to improv, you know, something else. Number nine, okay, two left. Number nine is the Japan only ALT. And what that means is it's totally awesome if you want to enjoy your pan to the fullest. That's what I've said earlier. I recommend it. It's awesome if you want to learn Japanese. I definitely recommend that too. It's awesome if you want to spend as much time as you can just being in Japan. That's awesome, too. But don't forget your home country where you came from, you know. Don't forget your family. Don't forget your friends. And even if you came here because of problems, you know, with your home country or whatever, don't forget about your home country. You now, that is a part of you. And that's that's a part of you that makes you, you, you know. And your students want to see that and get to know that part of you. And I'm not saying you have to Skype every day with your friends or, like, you know, wear the you know an American flag hat or shirt or whatever. Just don't forget, you know. The real, well-rounded, adjusted ALTs, remember where they are from while still trying to experience Japan to the fullest, you know? I had a real problem with this my first two years, for sure. Like, I was, I mean, I think that's probably what led to my becoming a real number one on the list, the alcoholic ALT, you know? Like, just every once in a while, talk to a friend, talk to a family member about what's, what's going on in Japan. You know, if you have a chance to do it, it really, you know, helps clear the mind from time to time, you know? Like, just it's just a good idea. Don't forget where you came from. Number 10. Finally, number 10 of this epic list of the 10 ALTs not to be. And number 10 is the ALT that is not having fun. Now, no matter what your reason was for coming to Japan, I know it was in some way to have fun doing something. Whether it was teaching, whether it was going to Tokyo, skiing in Hokkaido, surfing in Okinawa, checking out the maid cafes, I don't know, whatever it was for you, you was to have fun. There's going to be tough times, that's for sure. There's going to be tough classes. There's going to be times when you're frustrated because your Japanese skills aren't where you want them to be yet, of course. And all those things never end, you know, but it's your responsibility to yourself to try to have fun during all of it. It's just a better way to live anywhere, you know, not just in Japan. Start rating your days in how much fun did you have that day or how much did you work towards a goal that will give you fun above all of the metrics, you know, teaching in Japan and, and just being in Japan is usually pretty fun. It should be pretty fun. So just try to have fun, you know. So, okay, quick rundown before you go. Do whatever you're going to do today. Hopefully have fun doing something. So, the top 10 ALTs not to be. Starting with number one, alcoholic ALT. Number two, a bitter gaijin ALT. Number three, a complaining ALT. Number four, a hermit ALT. Number five, the know-it-all ALT. Number six, the crazy, fake, yankee ALT. Number seven, always-at-the-desk, desk-disciple ALT. Number eight the easily flustered ALT. Number nine, the Japan only ALT. And number 10 is an ALT that does not have fun. So guys, that's my list. And that's the episode for this week. For the show notes of everything I mentioned on this episode, go to altinsider.com forward slash podcast 31 and all the relevant links will be there for you. Like I said before, you're going to go through phases of some of these ALTs at some point in your ALT career or your Japan career. It's just inevitable, you know. The key is just to recognize it and work towards changing into the sort of ALT you want to be or the ALT you wanted to be before you started the job. Think about why you came to Japan, you know. What did you want to be when you came to Japan? Try to work every day to become that person. So on that note, until next time, have more fun being whatever kind of ALT you want to be. See you. Thanks for listening to the ALT Insider Podcast. For more info on how you can have more fun working in Japan, visit altinsider.com. See you next time.